if I have a problem with my car, I take my car to the mechanic and the mechanic says, what's the problem? My answer is, I don't know. Please help me. If I have a problem with my eyes, my eyes are hurting, and I go to the eye doctor, the eye doctor will simply ask the question, what's the problem? What's wrong? My answer is, I don't know. I need your help. If my company is in disarray, and the finances and the cash flow is completely out of order, but there's so much money coming in, and I'm confused. And I go to an expert and I say, and he says, the first thing he says is, what's the problem? How can I help you? What's wrong? I immediately say, I don't know. I need your help. But when it comes to drug addiction and alcoholism, pornography, gambling, infidelity, workaholism, any visible thing or place or thought that has become my source. And if someone were to ask me, why do you drink? Why are you doing drugs? What, you have everything. What's wrong? What, why are you doing this? Why is it hard that I can't answer that question? Just like the mechanic asked. Why is it hard? I have an answer. My personal experience, the reason why it was hard, number one, it would make me mad. Why was it making me mad? Because I wasn't being honest. Okay, I'm being honest. What do you mean? Because the answer to the question that they're asking, and it's a fair question, it's their observation, is this. I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing the things I'm doing. I don't know why when I say I'm going to stop doing it. I don't know why when I say I'm going to stop work at six o'clock and I tell my wife and family that every time I get home at 10 because I just want to work on one more deal. I don't know why I do that. And once we say that, we start releasing the power of this stronghold or the street name is called addiction. I've had so many people reach out to maybe loved ones, moms, dads, uh, company owners, um, celebrities, and all. I'm, I'm labeling all this because the disease of addiction does not discriminate, and the disease of addiction is real. I hear people saying, you know, I don't have addicted behavior. I don't. I don't have a problem with alcohol and drugs. Well, that's scary because now the stigma is created because. The truth is we're all addicts, every one of us, okay? I'll use a word that I hated because I didn't understand it, and the word sin, okay? It's what it is. You know, we're all sinners. It's kind of like me saying, you know, I don't have a sinning problem. You know, I don't have that problem. They do, I don't. And we admit it, we really mean it. We're not judging. So we're all addicts. Let's, let's address that right now. The next thing is, is that people will call me and, and there will be people that will go to any links to find my number. And I want to share this with you because number one, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. Nothing. I am Michael Moulton and I just happen to be doing what I'm doing. And I'm doing this because it changes the way I feel because it gets me out of cell. I don't want anything. 
and I want to share my personal experience. That's my mission, my personal experience of what I go through. And when I see God in it, then I get to share it with all of you. And then you get to share it to your friends. So if you want a video to share to your friends, to give it to your friend, let's just use addiction, alcoholism, drug addiction. This is the one to send to that person. Even if he's locked up in jail, this is the one. If you have somebody who's addicted to workaholism, wives, if, you, if your husband is addicted and you just can't get them to see it, send them this video. Because what happens is, is, let's take the case of a man who called me and he went to this incredible links to get a hold of me. And I answer the phone. He says, I really like what you do and, and I, I love listening to you and, and I need to tell you this. And, and, and as he's on the phone with me, he's by himself, he starts whispering, I need to tell you that I've got a really bad problem with alcohol. Alcohol. But I'm okay. I, I eat pills, okay? That's not a problem, but the alcohol is a problem, okay? And, and so I'm, I'm listening to him, and I'm recognizing these things. Why? Because I did it. And guess what? I still do it today, all right? So as I'm listening to him, I let him go a little bit, and then I cut him off. I cut him off, and I say, hey, um, sir, I love you. I love you, and I'm really glad to talk to you. And you may not understand this right now, but you're really helping me. And they don't understand that. But I'm going to ask you a question, and this is a question that's going to change your life. Are you ready? He says, yeah. I said, I said, why do you drink, and why do you do drugs? I'm glad you asked. Well, because if you had my life, you'd drink too. You know, my wife, my work, and, you know, this, this man betrayed me. You know, I would never do that to him, and my dad abused me, and I got, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, remember I said there is a right answer and a wrong answer, okay? Right now your answer is wrong. They're taken back. I said, let's try this again. Remember, I love you, all right? And just remember this. Remember who you're talking to. Remember who, oh, I know, I know who I'm talking to. No, 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 you don't. Remember who you're talking to because I'm a drug addict and an alcoholic in recovery. And as a result of that, I realized today that I'm addicted to every visible thing to try to change the way I feel. Because I drank alcohol and I did drugs because I wanted to look and feel like everybody around me looked and how I thought they felt. It gets quiet. Naturally, a connection just happened. And behind the phone, this is what's happening. Right? He's doing that. So, let's try this again. Why do you drink and why do you do drugs? Why do you get angry? Why are you working and you say you're going to be home at a certain time and you're a workaholic? Or you're not, it's up to you. Why? And immediately, this man, and all of us, starts explaining again. He's gonna clean it up. So he starts diminishing the list of all these things that have been happening to him that aren't right, things that are happening to him that he's resentful about. And he does that, and I cut him off immediately. I said, bro, listen, I need to tell you something. Just remember, you called me. You, I didn't call you. You called me. You're not hearing me. I asked you, why do you drink and why do you do drugs? Why? Let's get down with it. I mean, I got time. He's like, okay, oh, okay. I'm back. And you start seeing this 
this, this wall come in, you feel it, and this wall comes down. And as, I, as it's broken down, broken down, broken down, as I'm continuing to tell them wrong answer, wrong answer, wrong answer, and it is the wrong answer, he finally just says, dude, I don't know. Now I can help you. What do you mean? That's why you drink and do drugs. You don't know why you do it. And right there is the first step to getting honest. It's the first step to getting well. And that's when that connection is established. Also, a drug addict and an alcoholic can't run game on me. They can't run game on anybody that is in recovery. Recovery. They can't. Why? I see myself in this man. And that whole conversation, he's helping me. He didn't get it. A lot of those people get off the phone and they think about it. And they realize that they're feeling something they've never felt before. Hope. And that hope that they're feeling is because of a connection. And they felt it. And they love that feeling because they just got told what they needed to be told. And it didn't come across as blaming. And guess what? They didn't get told anything. They talked it through because the other alcoholic and addict on the other side, I just gave them a really good listening to. So the people who reach out to me and say, what's your recipe? How'd you do it? I didn't do anything. I just listened. And I stopped them from putting the needle in their arm. This video right now, we are at nine minutes and something seconds. If you're watching this video the entire time, then let's just say that you do have a problem with drugs and alcohol. That is your, that is the one thing that is your God. Okay? And if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in God and you announce that you don't believe in God, and this is another video, then you do believe in God. I don't campaign and make it real known about stuff that I don't believe in. Because if I do that, that means it's really there. Okay? That's a whole other deal. But if you believe in this, and we're at 10 minutes now and 32 seconds, and you struggle with alcohol and drugs, since you started watching this video, have you thought once about drinking and using? Probably not. Why? Because there's a connection. And as a result of being connected, you're in the now. So back to the man who hangs up the phone. Two things can happen. He gets this feeling of hope and he likes it. And he wants more of it. So he goes and gets connected to a support group. A bunch of M2s. Men. Men work with men. Women work with women. I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying that is what I've seen work. If you're a numbers guy, that's what works. And when that happens, the hope gets so magnified that we want more. And then we go to step three, and that's where we talk about God. That's where we talk about God. And then it's an easy conversation. Because if we talk about God right now to the one who's suffering, I'm not listening to him. I'm not I've had a guy say, listen, I know I'm going to talk to you and I see that you know, you're a godly guy and all that stuff and I, you know, I don't believe in that. I don't want to talk about God. I said, we're not going to talk about God. I don't talk about God. I show 
people, what God has done and is doing in my life. And if I mention the name God or Jesus, I don't even know I'm doing it. If I have to make an announcement, the name of my higher power, if I have to announce it to break the ice, if I have to go out there and announce it that this is who I am before you're going to listen to me, run. If I have to explain who I am before I share my story of what it was like, what happened, and what it's like today, for me, I'm sick. Run. As a result of me sharing my story, as a result of me just like this, I don't have to say anything. Because God and Jesus, they told me, they said, dude, don't put my name in your mouth. Go show the world who I am. Because we have a stigma of a lot of categories. Because we've broken down the deity of God and all this stuff, okay? But we've broken down and we have little stigmas. And these stigmas, alcoholism, drug addiction, the stigma, all right, that we don't want to be like, oh, I'm not that, I'm not that. Okay, I, I hear you. But if you really sit back, what is removing the stigma of alcoholism and drug addiction is God using alcoholics and drug addicts. We don't know who we're dealing with. So back to that man. He gets that feeling of hope when he hangs up. He's like, wow, that was awesome. That was awesome. I like this feeling. And then he says, okay, that was easy. I'm okay. I'm really not an alcoholic. That was just too easy. Okay? So I can just have one drink. And then four days later, He's been kicked out of the house, he's in jail, and he's drinking, and he's drugging again. Because the connection was cut off. If I want a light to turn on, I don't put the lamp and the plug right next to the outlet and sit there and complain that the light is not turning on. But if I really need light to read, I plug the lamp in, the light comes on. I don't, because it does that, I don't unplug the lamp and try to read. I leave it plugged in. Because when it's plugged in, I'm connected and I have light. Same thing. I hope you enjoy this. For you loved ones that are reaching out to me and saying, please help my husband. This is what I hear. Please help me. I don't know why I feel the way I do. I don't know why my husband has so much power over me. Because when you email me that, here's my answer to you. I love you. Here's some resources that you can go take care of yourself. But if it were that easy for you to call me, to connect me with your husband who doesn't want to talk to me, if it were that easy, I would have got sober a long time ago. Because there was a lot of people that were calling for me to get help. And it didn't work. And here's what worked. I don't know why I'm doing the things I do. Please help me. Today, as I go through my growth, we're not cured. And this spiritual growth that I'm going on, in spiritual warfare, I've heard that before and I'm enduring it. I have to look at my fiance almost every day 
as I grow and struggle and say, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so then we reach out for help. Because we think we're cured. I think I'm cured because I'm not doing dope or drinking alcohol. No, that's why at the very beginning of this video, I said we're all addicts. Because I will shift the view off of God and I will go chase another visible thing to fix my invisible problem. And every time my invisible problem is this. I want to play God. I want to take it back. And then I start worrying. And I'll end with this. If you are worrying right now, when I'm worrying, let me break this down as simple as I can. When I'm worrying, I am looking at God straight in the eyes after he set me free from prison miraculously. I'm looking at him in the eyes and I'm saying, God, let me tell you something. You don't know what you're doing. That's what worry is. I'm looking at God and saying, you don't know what you're doing. If this touched you and you want to send a clear message to someone who's struggling with this, and you tell them to watch it. If you are have legal problems right now, if you have legal problems right now, and when you go in front of the judge and if the judge asks you, why do you drink? Why are you doing drugs? Why do you continue to get arrested and come stand in front of me? Listen, remember who you're listening to. This is I want to share personal experience. Why? Why do you do that? I will watch inmates today because I see the old self explain. They will do everything they can, I could, to convince that judge, you got the wrong guy. And they look at us, not like we're crazy, not like we're dumb, really not even like we're bad. They will look at us and say, he just doesn't get it yet. And what happens is that judge will incarcerate me. And as a result of doing that, I finally realize that I have to turn to something because he's all I need, because he's all I have at the time. And that's God. So when you go in front of your judge, why don't you try it this way? Hey judge, thank you for arresting me. Thank you. As painful as this is, and I don't want to be here, I know you don't want us here. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to go back to the cell. I, I, want you to, I don't want to do that. And they're listening, they're, they're, they're waiting, they're waiting for the explanation, okay? They're waiting for the big PowerPoint presentation. And you sit there and you look at them and you say, the reason why I said thank you is because I don't ever want to feel this way again. And if they were to ask the question, well, how are you going to do that? Why? 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 Why don't you want to feel that way? Here, Judge, let me finish. I don't know why I drink and I do drugs. I don't know why I'm standing here. I don't know why. Because when I was a kid, I didn't want to be this. I didn't. I still don't. I'm just telling you. I don't know. I don't know what to do. If you were to ask me why I drink and do drugs right now, Judge, and all the times I'm here, it's a valid question, it's a fair question, it's the question I need to hear, and it's the question I need to answer. And the answer is I don't know. And whatever you do, wherever you send me, I'm ready. I just need help. Please. You're gonna freak that judge out. And that judge is gonna know it's real. It's gonna know it's real. 
when we are in active addiction, I don't have to announce who I am. I don't have to because it's visible. They see it. Y'all see it. When I'm in active addiction, you see it. When I'm in recovery and I'm spiritually connected, I don't have to announce that I'm a Christian. I don't have to announce that I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I don't have to do that. Do you know why? Because you see it. When I'm explaining, I'm lying. If I'm explaining anything, I'm lying. You will never believe who just texted me. Wow. Have a good day. Just remember, I got three words. Three words. Three words. One meaning. I love you. You are worthy. If you're watching this, if you're breathing oxygen on this planet, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. Because if God didn't want you here, you would not be here. That's simple. And he's got a plan for you. And it starts right now. Turn to him. Say, God, I don't know who you are. I don't, whatever I see in China, I don't want it. I don't know who you are. But I don't know why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Done. Oh, is this where I say amen? Amen. Bro, that's the most powerful prayer that can be said. Because God's not interested in celebrities. He's not interested in billionaires. He's interested in one thing, servants. That's it. And if I'm not serving, I'm acting a fool in front of my girl.